Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Hey mamas, before we get into this episode, we just want to say that we're thinking of you. We're here with you. We hope everybody is taking care of themselves, doing what's right and isolating and self-quarantining, being with your family. We know it's stressful. Jen and I are feeling you and feeling it. But there are also moments to realize that this is a really special time that our kids are viewing very differently. So head over to the Mama Said Instagram or to Jen and I. We're trying to share all the trials and tribulations of this time. And again, we hope you are all staying safe and well. We love you. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said. And thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hello, everyone. We have a... um Wonderful show, as always, for you today. Um, my personal OB and friend, Dr. Suzanne Gilberg-Lenz. We recorded this one a while ago, actually, pre-pandemic, and um, have keep kept meaning to put it out, but have had felt like there was definitely more important things to address. But we are so excited for you now to listen to this episode and learn about her and her sort of reframing menopause. Um, I get very candid about my experience with possibly being perimenopausal. Um, she's just a wealth of information and love, and I can't wait for you guys to get to know her. But before that starts, um, support for today's episode comes from Progressive Insurance. Fun fact, Progressive customers qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up for Progressive Auto Insurance. Discounts for things like enrolling in automatic payments, insuring more than one car, going paperless, and of course, being a safe driver. Plus, customers who bundle their auto with home or add renter's insurance save an average of 12% on their auto. There are so many ways to save when you switch, and once you're a customer with Progressive, you get unmatched claim service with 24-7 support online or by phone. It's no wonder why the more than 20 million drivers trust Progressive and why they've recently climbed to the third largest auto insurer in the country. Get a quote online at Progressive.com in as little as five minutes and see how much you could be saving. Auto insurance from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and a Affiliates. Home and renter's insurance not available in all states, provided and serviced by affiliated and third party insurers. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hello, hello, and welcome to an episode of Mama Said. I'm Jamie. I'm Jenna. Um, and I'm tired. Ugh, I'm so tired. I keep looking at my calendar being like, I want to cancel everything. I want to cancel everything and not have anything to do. Well, you kind of have an excuse now. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I just, I know I'll get depressed if I don't have anything to do. Yeah. But I don't know. My, I, I'm leaving soon for a wedding um, for a couple of days, and I'm really going to, like, not be social. Like, I'm not going to, like, wake up and have breakfast with everyone. Like, I am going to f***ing stay yeah. in bed. I am going to read Wait, a book. Are the kids coming? No. Okay. So I'm I'm really going to actually do a lot of, like, me time. Yeah, as you should. I know. I'm not going to force myself. Anyway, let's get to our win Okay, do you want to start? Sure. Mommy win! <laughs> Mommy fail. 
My win, I don't know if it's a win. It's not my fault or not. It's not my, I didn't do anything. But Jack is like this talking machine. Really? Yeah. Like fully conversating. It's so fun. Yesterday I came home and he goes, I'm going to tell mommy. And I'm realizing like he's wanting to tell on Bo. Oh. But like that's how he's, and I was like, oh, what happened? He's like, Bo hit me. Oh. I was like, oh, wow. You're so like, like I'm getting the full me. reports. And, and then Bo, but all with this, then the two of them are fighting yeah. so much more now. Oh, my God. Like, it's like I really see, like, what my next, I don't know, 10 years is going right. to be with the two of them. They, right. They, the little one does not back down. They both want to be under the faucet in the bath. They both want my lap. Like, they, they're they obsessed with um, Just Dance on YouTube. Like, yeah. they... They do it, and they have me do it too, and so they fight I don't over even know which what that song. Is. It's the game that's like Just oh, Dance, oh. but they have YouTube videos of people doing it, okay, I need to, or I just need to of the video game. And my kids, literally, for like thirty minutes before um, dinner, will dance yeah. their brains off. It's really fun, amazing. Um, fail is, I mean, it's kind of what we're talking about. Like, I have nothing left for my husband at the end of the day anymore. Like, I feel so bad. When he comes home for work, he's almost as, like energized when he sees me, and like wants to talk and have sex and like yeah. cuddle. When and he I'm, comes home, yeah. I mean, he's thirty. Weird. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> so tired. Yeah, I can't. I get it. I can't. Like I, I'm like I can't even like talk to him. I'm so tired. <sighs> I'm sorry. <sighs> I mean, I feel I, bad. I feel, I you. feel bad. Yeah. It's I mean he de- and he deserves it. I don't know. Poor guy. I'm sorry, Cutter, but I you'll know. you'll get laid really soon, I promise. I don't know. Don't oh, definitely on your vacation. Stop promising things. Well, you I have to. You have to <laughs> just do it. Oh my god, do it in the morning so you can have the yes, whole day yes. and not worry have, free yes, about yes, yes. banging it yes. out. I love morning sex. It's just, you know, it's it's not possible now. I would say right. like I love it. No, I I would prefer it in the oh, morning. Oh, really? I for the same reason, like same reason you like to work out in the morning. You're done with it for the day. Right, exactly. All right, <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Check it um, out. Okay, my fail is that I so Daisy's potty. Oh, that's a win, I guess. Yes, okay, let me. Wow. I'll save my other win for another time. Um, Daisy's potty trained. It really uh, was fun to do. Amazing. Um, if you ask me what I did, I can't freaking tell you because I don't know. I just kind of was like, just did it. I didn't I'm read her so anything. Impressed. I didn't do anything. She just she also liked the potty for yeah. a long yeah. time. I almost missed the marker on like even doing it. Um, so it happened, and she um, had like a few accidents, and then she had one like a month later, and no big deal. Whatever. That's so awesome. Her underwear are so cute. She has such a little tushy that she can barely fit into the smallest underwear that Aww. they make. Um, but it's really cute. So anyway, she's potty trained. Yay for everyone. Oh, thank you. I have a fuzzy. fuzzy okay. Um, speaking of potty, yesterday I put her. It was a terrible day yesterday. Just every hand, foot, mouth, uh, yeah, like yeah. everything. This, goes this shit. This shit. Type of day. Our producer keeps, ba- you know, pushing the thing every time I say. <laughs> I'm gonna say it a couple more times because I'm so frustrated. <laughs> okay. Um. So yesterday was crazy. Everyone was cranky and. I put Daisy on the potty because she said she had to go poop. And I guess I was like busy. I don't know. And I was like, did you poop? Did you poop? Did you poop? And she said no. And then she said yes, but I looked in the potty and there wasn't anything. Is she on a anything. baby potty or on like the actual toilet? When she, she can pee pee by herself on the baby one. But when she poops, 
um, I put her on the big one and there's an attachment so it makes it smaller yeah, 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 because yeah. I don't want to clean poopy out of the right. little one. Um, so anyway, I didn't wipe her tush. She said she didn't poop. I looked in there. I like I didn't see yeah. anything. And then like hours later, I looked and there was a huge poopy and it was just floating there at the bottom and I must have like not seen it. So I just didn't wipe her butt. Okay. And I know. But there's not I feel like there's not always like it it I it should have been wiped because okay. there's a little hand foot mouth situation in her tush too. Okay. Well, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything to say. <laughs> she had a Shady. dirty well, dirty oh, duty oh, butthole. Okay. Well, we'll leave you with that. We're gonna Sorry, be Daisy. right back with my personal hero, Dr. Suzanne Gilbert Lenz. Uh, I can't wait for you guys to meet her. I love her so much. Be right back. You guys have heard me obsess about this brand, Caldrea. So again, what is Caldrea? It is a consciously crafted home and body care brand that combines thoughtful ingredients with delectable scents, make caring, making caring for ourselves and our homes a beautiful experience. So we've told you about their hand care with their hand washing scents and their soaps. Um, we've talked about their um, lotions for hand care, their home cleaning and um, with really effective effective and amazing ingredients and their air care, which you know I'm obsessed with. Um, but let's re- regroup here and talk about the hand care again. They have scents just as ginger pomelo. Um, they have basil blue sage, my personal favorite. Their products focus on luxurious fragrances with being efficient. Their hand soaps and their lotions work so well. They smell so amazing. They use a combination of essential oils from flowers and herbs and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients. They clean a Effectively, while allowing you to enjoy their luxurious fragrances. So get free shipping on your orders of $50 or more when you buy online at caldrea.com. That's C-A-L-D-R-E-A.com. Visit caldrea.com and add wonder to your washing. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we are back. Our guest today is Dr. Suzanne Gilbert-Glenz. I've had the personal experience of being under her care for the past 11 years. Uh-oh. Wow. What? She delivered both it's my babies. It's almost our bat mitzvah. It's almost <laughs> our bat mitzvah. She delivered both my babies. She has counseled me and helped me through all of my hormonal shifts. And if that isn't enough, she is now blazing a trail of normalizing menopause. I love so much what you're doing. I love her. You will love her. Please welcome Dr. Suzanne Gilbert-Glenz. Oh, my goodness. I, I, how do I even? <laughs> That's how much I love you. you. Everyone thank knows you. how much I love I'm you. Like, Everyone who meets you, you loves you. You are loved. Gratitude. A lot of my friends go to you. And my mother and sister go to you. What? Right? Sherry and Alexanne. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> yeah. What? So they love you. And they say I hi. My mom's no like, idea. oh, my God. Tell her hi. That's crazy. Yeah. So, oh my god! Small world. That. Wow. Yeah. Oh my. Wow. The world is small. Very small. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Got to be how, careful, ladies. I know. This world is real small. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> how long have you been in OB? I have been in practice since uh, for twenty years. In June, it will be twenty years. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh God. So you were like well, eleven when you started? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was a prodigy. Because <laughs> yeah, you look so young. Thank you very much. That it's was insane. definitely the way to start. <laughs> yes. No problem. Yeah. Um. So before we get into our real conversation, yeah. I want to ask you questions that like 
I've I felt inappropriate to ask you during our. There's visits. nothing inappropriate with me. Can you give <laughs> us a, your your craziest birth story? Oh, Great oh question. God! You know, God, you would think that I, it would just come straight to my mind, but you know, I've delivered so many thousands of babies. Oh my Isn't that God. crazy? Which is also really a weird thing to say. Thousands. And not of that babies. every single one wasn't beautiful and memorable. Um, people- I'm trying to think. Probably in residency, yeah, in residency, because this is just the you know train to crazy town. Yeah, right. first of all, it was the '90s, and it was just different. So I was still at Cedars. I did my I did my residency at Cedars, Cedars Sinai Medical Center. Are you Center. from LA? I am. I'm I'm born and bra- raised. Me too. Here. Yeah, yeah. So that's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> and I was actually I went to medical school at USC, so I was at LA County Hospital, but. Oddly enough, nothing that crazy happened while I was wow. there. I mean, Shocking. a lot of crazy things happened, but not on labor and delivery. Right. I had one. I had one uh, incident where I was—I don't remember what year residency I was, but it was like an emergency situation. This person rolled in, very ill, questionable whether or not she had any prenatal care. She was clearly extremely high, and oh, um, it was just a really rough situation. She was, but she kicked me off the bed <laughs> during during like the, physically kicked yeah, you. Yeah, she off. literally like yeah. No, she wasn't like please get off the bed. It wasn't like a consent issue. Right, yeah. It was a like she literally took her foot and kicked me off the bed, and I was like, it's gonna be hard to catch your baby that way. So yeah. we just went back in there and just you know helped her, and everything was fine. I mean, there was like a lot of complications and yeah. stuff. Sure. I mean, so That's I did. Crazy. Ha- yeah, it was crazy. It was like really you know. The thing about it is you jump into your fight or flight, and like OB is a lot about fight or flight, which is, is not necessarily huh? very healthy for us personally. You're so calm, though. Yeah, to, I'm, I'm from me. No, I am. I'm very much like the. I, you have to be, or you're going to mm-hmm. <laughs> fail right. miserably. It's really not good. I remember a story when I was a resident of a very well respected OB at the time, running out of. The, I mean, and it was a friend of mine that was was the patient, so I knew the story firsthand from the family and. Something happened. I think the baby's shoulder got stuck or something. And the, the apparently the doctor said something like, "Oh my God, get help!" You know, something like that. <gasps> oh, <laughs> and, no. like, do you know how many times I've thought that like all day, every day? Yeah, and I've never said it like that because the family was so freaked out. It's By the I, but, I don't know if you were so when I was delivering. No, Bo. Yeah, something uh, happened. His, his cord, I think, was like pretty yeah, around his neck. Time. But there was like later, I was told there was like a SWAT team like outside <laughs> waiting, and you just t- you I you you undid it himself because this is what I do for a living. But I had I no idea anything it. was going right, on. Right. There's no reason maybe it's because Cutter was just the one freaking out. Cutter I remember was <laughs> requiring a lot of attention. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Doctor Sam was like. Do we need to give Cutter the oxygen? Like, pass oh, it over to Cutter. I've had so many sweet dads just, like, having issues. We're just, sit down, sir. Yeah, I can't take care of you when you fall over and, you know, have a laceration on your scalp. That's right. Oh I did have a really interesting experience really recently, like, in the last probably two months, where, because people, like, love to, like, if you're out and about or at a party, people love to ask you, like, crazy of OB course. stories. Yeah. And they're always like, what do you do if two people are delivering at once? And I'm like, oh, geez, that never happens. It totally happened to me. Oh. It happened to me, like, two months ago. I, I was on call. I was actually at my best friend's house who lives, like, right over here, right? So it was very close yeah. to the hospital. We were having dinner. Uh, I went over there knowing there's two people I'm going to have to leave. And they were like, just come over. Um, they call me, and both of these women are pushing and a, at like it. neck and neck. I literally was like, 
she needs to stop pushing because I think she's going to take longer. <laughs> and I ran down the hall. I was like, okay, peace out. Got to go. Ran no down the hall, delivered way. the other baby. It was so nuts. Everything wow. was fine. Everything was fine. Yeah. But that was a kind of nutty story. Okay, that's so here a, I that's thought a, I had no stories really and I have like a million. Do doctors still wear pagers? <laughs> no. <laughs> I needed to know. No. But I probably have like a bring one back. You bring right, them back. I, I can bet. put them in my mom jeans. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking oh actually God. how cute your jeans are. Can when I tell you? you I was like, I'm wearing my mom jeans to this mom-related podcast. What do you mean? Look I'm how high my okay, pants are, guys. Guys, this is these are my real mom jeans. Who makes the, them? These are Levi's. These are five hundred one. I Levi's only wear Levi's from now. From my early thirties. Really? Oh, from when you. I was a little Vintage? early mom, and I saved these damn things. And then, of course, I had to text a picture to my nineteen-year-old who's a first year in college and be like. What a hot style these for me. Are she was you like, okay, kidding me? don't wear this, wear this. Don't cuff them, mom. God. <laughs> Wait, I need to see these jeans. <laughs> Look how cute she is. Oh my God. They're they amazing. My mom's belt from the 70s. This is like what people will like, like go for hours oh in vintage stores to find like that yeah, wash. Save those. save those girls. Yeah, man. Yeah. You're the best. <laughs> Neil's Do wearing people- my stepdad's. Old Levi's right now. <laughs> really? Yeah, we they That's got him so, out of the. I bet your septa. Well, he's like a surfer. He's he probably so cool. Had really he cool has the jeans. best dad jeans, and Neil's like sporting them. Dad what jeans. is that? A th- oh, I just My made it a thing. I don't know. In a million years, will never wear those jeans. Really? really? Oh God, no. Oh. You know, no, I shouldn't say enough. that. I shouldn't say that. You, you never know. know. You never know. You never I'm know. Bring it up tonight. Um, there go. <laughs> well, we're going to take, I'm glad you just got to know how amazing she is, but we're going to take a quick break because I want to talk to you all about this normalizing menopause because you and I personally are going through this talk because my mother went through menopause at 40. Mm-hmm. I might be showing signs of being yep. perimenopausal yep. and it's feels scary to me. Yeah. And I want, and I think a lot of other moms, I put it out on our Facebook and a lot of moms wrote that they would really like oh, to talk about this. Great. So I think this is something that's really important and I'm excited to talk. So we'll take a quick break and be right back. We are back again to talk about the book of the month. It is a fun book subscription that offers five new and early release books to choose from each month. Their editorial team chooses the books, vetting from hundreds each month so you don't have to worry about it. And then you as a member can choose the book you want and add up to two additional ones if you're just an avid reader and want more. The book of the month is completely free. You can skip any month you want as many times as you want. And they support up and coming authors, which I love, especially debut writers and they highlight new and diverse backgrounds. So your first month's book is just $9.99 with code MAMA. Again, they have books like The Vanishing Half, Home Before Dark, A Burning, One to Watch, The Last Flight. So go to Book of the Month and use code MAMA for your first month's book to be just $9.99. Enjoy reading, mamas, and let us know what you're reading. And we'll let you know what we are too. And we can maybe make a... uh, Mama said book club. Well, this uh, sponsor is very, very exciting for me. It is LaCroix. And you may say LaCroix, but I say LaCroix. And it's sparkling water, if you didn't know. And they deliver refreshment, flavor, and sparkle with the innocent twist of zero calories, zero sweeteners, and zero sodium. So you guys... I'm sure you've tasted this. If you have not tasted LaCroix before, you must run and pick up 
a whole pack or like 40 like I have. I have them in my pantry. I have them in uh, my bedroom. I have them in the fridge. I have them literally everywhere. Obviously obsessed with um, all the flavors like coconut, lemon, limoncello, you know, gosh, the pamplemousse. Oh my God, you cannot go wrong. There's so many flavors. So if you guys want to learn where you can get these and a full list of retailers, visit lacroixwater.com. That's L-A-C-R-O-I-X-W-A-T-E-R.com. It is getting hot outside. Get yourself a LaCroix. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we're back. Okay, tell me how you've, like, how did you start transitioning into this kind of new mission of yours? Was it your own experience? Yeah, a lot of it was. I mean, honestly, I I chose a field that um, is perfect for me because I'm also a lady. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Lady is questionable. I'm a woman. <laughs> um, a lady woman. <laughs> lady woman, yeah. So I think, you know, it's been really cool because I've gotten to sort of dig into the different areas of my own life mm-hmm. with my patients and, and, you know, professionally and personally. And so I just started seeing that this time of life was just really not well understood in terms of women's health, science research, education. And as I started moving toward it myself and started also just like saying, I want, you know, OB is amazing, but it's very physically, mentally, and spiritually very hard. Yes. And as I got older, I was like, I cannot do this all the time. Like, this is going to be hard. And I was like, well, gynecology and menopause, like people, just there was such a vacuum. Like there aren't a lot of great menopause doctors. There's not a lot of uh, really well-trained people. And, you know, Jamie knows that I have background, I'm sure you do too, yeah. in integrative and holistic medicine. And so I felt like this was an area that really um, needed attention. Right. And then mm-hmm. and then my own experience has been that I, I was diagnosed with breast cancer at 47. So then it was really interesting because in my 40s, I was thinking like, hmm, with my holistic background, and I'm specifically trained in Ayurveda, which is Indian, the Indian right. holistic medical system, you know, and I have such a commitment to being as um, sort of uh, holistic and natural as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, those words can be so overused, but I had a specific idea in mind, and I thought, wow, what what am I going to do? It's interesting. What, what will I do? Will I do hormone replacement therapy? And then, of course, I got breast cancer, and that answered that. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so guess what? That's off the table. Yeah. And as I started kind of going through all of this and looking at, well, what what's the actual data out there? What's safe for me? What were the issues that I was encountering? I've always been this way. I've always shared with my patients, okay, well, this is what works for me. Let's try it. That really was what started happening. And I started realizing, oh, a lot of people don't know what to do. Then really what the, the kind of watershed moment for me was about, I don't know, maybe like six months ago or eight months ago, I was asked to go to the wing, the women's mm-hmm. uh, co-working yeah. space, and a very dear friend of mine named Erica Chitty Cohen, who if you're not her. following yeah. her, is really a powerhouse and just an incredible person. She was doing a lot of programming and content for them, and, and they when I joined, they were like, look, there are a lot of women in your age group, like we have a reputation as being millennial, but the truth is we're everything, and mm-hmm. we really want to bring more conversations in. So Erica asked me to come in and talk about menopause, and I was like, Really? okay, let's do a conversation about menopause. And I was blown away because the people who came to this talk were people of all ages. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a pregnant woman there. There were a mother-daughter team. There were young women. There were middle-aged women. 
And we both had an aha moment during the conversation, which was, because she's literally 20 years younger than me, um, wait, this conversation isn't happening. Like, younger women have no idea what to expect. No. Right? And, we don't even know the signs. And, it feels like a very and, scary And so thing. you're scared. Now let's add into it the cultural context, mm-hmm. which is, I think, maybe more important than anything, and that is that we're not supposed to age. Right. Uh, or if we do age visibly, we are going to be cast aside. Mm-hmm. Um, we're an annoyance. We're a hag. We're, you know, like a lot of the criticism of uh, Elizabeth Warren, frankly, mm-hmm. whether or not you like her policies, but that sort of school marmy. <laughs> there's just so many negative images as women as we age. Yes. And, of course, this whole fear. And, you know, we deal with it here. It doesn't matter that I'm not an actor. But I live in, I grew up in Los Angeles, and I think we feel it even more so here, and maybe everywhere, but I feel like there's something that really happens special in Los Angeles about aging and hiding your aging, that yeah. you're not going to be viable or right. important in any way. And it, I could go on and on and on. We're speaking to mostly women here. It's not like people don't know that. So if you add that in, why would you want to own that? Right. Why would mm-hmm. you want to own that? But the thing is that that... That's, you don't need to own that. That's not our story. That's a story that's been imposed upon us. So what I've started to realize as I've gotten older is that I feel a lot more comfortable in my own skin. Mm. I feel – I was talking about this with a woman who's older than me yesterday, actually, about this it, this level of confidence. It's very hard to explain. It's not like the confidence that other people see. It's not the badass. It's it's there's something that's like this deep inner serenity about like acceptance of yourself. And then also realizing like you asked me how long have you been practicing? I've been practicing for 20 years. You know, guess what? I learn something new every day. I know a lot. Yeah. And I know about life. So if you take a person who kind of doesn't maybe fit in so well, has a lot more creativity, <clears throat> confidence in herself, wisdom, and knows it, that's a threat. <laughs> yeah. And and so it it stands to reason that maybe uh, society has not embraced that and seen that as an asset, but as a threat. Because you might say, Oh, wait a second, I see this stuff going on over here. I don't that's not my experience. I don't agree with it. Right. I let me offer you something else. Now if we could look at that, and this is the way I look at it and the way I'm trying to present it, uh, or represent it or reframe it is these are assets. This is amazing. This is like an amazing yeah. opportunity for all of us, not just those of us who are in that age group, but all of society. You have a whole group of people who have something to offer. And instead of us buying into, you know, my tummy is bigger than it's supposed to be, my hair, I grew out my gray hair, mm-hmm. which I didn't do on purpose. It looks all this, so nice. Thank you. Yeah, it all it happened at the same time. It's like some crazy spirit went yeah. on me. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I just, I was like, I just don't give, I don't have any more stocks to give. Yes. I really I mean, don't. This whole vibe is good with like your turquoise situation. <laughs> I'm wearing all my mom's stuff and my oh. grandmother's ring. And oh my God. Just, the ancestors are around me. Yes. I don't know. I, you know, you're so an earth mama. I'm, it's, I always have been. Yes. I always oh. have been. Yeah. I had a minute where I wasn't, but that's not really true. So, <laughs> so I, it's just like, it's been really, really empowering mm. for me. I feel really good about it. And I, I don't, I mean, I don't want people to feel bad about what's happening. Well, I like think- it's scary, but I'm, I'm, I can hold your hand and be like, yeah. yeah, that is really scary. Validate it. And like, okay, so what are your actual fears? Here are some ways we can address them. Yeah. So talk me through this, yeah. right? So I'm 38 years old. 
we are seeing signs, we think, right. of of me entering into the perimenopausal right. stage. Which, thank you for be- also being so honest about that well, and vulnerable. Well, I do. If anything I've learned with my health stuff and my being is, like, I don't have time to feel shame about this shit. Like, I right. didn't, do, I'm not, didn't do anything wrong. Right. There's enough to stuff that I can feel guilty and shameful about, like, you know yelling at my kid but if I act because I was tired right. or whatever but like <laughs> not I, this. I, this isn't this is out of my control and I got to yeah. do the best I can yeah. with it yeah so with all of that like you know there's those things that are like I'm pretty sure my family's done and I'm securing that but like the fact that like I yeah. wouldn't possibly have yeah. that option yeah. at 38 years old yeah. is is a hard thing to wrap my brain yeah. around and also like what where what am I now entering looking for at, at possibly entering into physically, like right. what am I looking at that I'm going to be going through right. that we are going to have to, you know, deal with? Right. And so, and, and I think, you know, look, you have the added extra of being a lot younger than average. And so it, that can be isolating also because yes. it's not like a lot of what happens for us as women throughout our lives is that we look to our peers, to our girlfriends, to the other moms, whatever, and you have a community. And so it's hard because, you know, there are not going to be as many women in your age group who are going through that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the kind of the top things physically that people go through are sleep disruption, mm-hmm. hot flashes is probably the number one thing. Mm-hmm. And like more than 80% of women are going to go through that. Um, changes in their vaginal like flora mm-hmm. and dryness and lubrication, which can have the downstream effect of not only sexual changes, but also like more UTIs or feeling like they're having mm-hmm. UTIs. Um, fatigue that is complicated because it's not all necessarily related to sleep disruption, but there can be some hormonal components. <laughs> I literally started the episode today saying yeah. how tired I am. Dude, living that dream right now. Yeah. I mean, you know, and even I at 54, I'm like, is there something wrong with me? Mm. Like, why am I so tired? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and I, that's a, a whole podcast in and of itself. Yeah. Um, so th- those are, you know, obviously there's like, we increase risk for osteoporosis, for heart disease. Um, there's inflammation. I think the hard part with perimenopause, so let's just do a quick definition. Yes. Menopause is actually a retrospective diagnosis, which is mind-blowing. So you don't know you're in menopause until you haven't had a period for 12 consecutive months oh. for no other reason. <clears throat> right? Because you maybe have a thyroid problem. Maybe you right. had... Right. Maybe you don't have enough body fat. So maybe you had you chemo. So you those out right. yeah. and everything's right. fine. So you menopause. don't actually know that you're done with it until you're there. Mm. So the, the thing is carrying us through the experience of the transition because that is a really rocky road. The, the problems that people encounter are largely because we organize our lives as women a lot around our, our period and our yeah. cycle yeah. Like yeah. without even thinking about it. It's like, oh, yeah, I want to kill you. Oh, that's right. I'm getting yeah. my period in three days. Or I'm not going to go away this weekend because right. – Right. Booking travel around your right. period is a real thing. 100%. Yeah. And we now know a lot more about the hormonal influences. So that first kind of golden week or 10 days where estrogen is elevated, people are really creative and energetic and confident and in their stuff. So and interesting. So this is real stuff, right? So now you have no freaking idea what's going on mm-hmm. because maybe it's 14 days apart. Maybe it's 73 days apart. It's a shit show. Mm-hmm. So I think the lack of organization really gets yes. to people. And I think these are the, the points of entry. First of all, validation. This is, you're not crazy. This is happening. And then what are the things we can do for you? So depending on who you are, this is very individualized. And, you know, you can do everything from herbs and acupuncture 
to being on the birth control might be the right thing for some people. It's not my number I've one, but that. it can yeah. work for some people, especially younger people. Uh, not always, right. <laughs> as we know. Uh, hormone replacement therapy. So I have a question about that. So my mom um, went through menopause. I think she said started at 38. I'm oh, 38. right. Wow. Um, and she, um, I, I'll never forget, she was like, I refuse to go on hormone replacement. She's just, you know, very like was very adamant about yeah, that. Yeah. She was scared ultimately I think that it causes does cancer. it cause cancer? Right, right. Who knows? Right. Um well there's a lot of data on this actually. It depends on what kind of cancer. Well I was gonna ask, yeah. so what is hormone replacement therapy? Should people be scared about it? I grew up scared of it. Yeah, and I yeah. don't want to be because if I'm about to go through this myself, yeah. I want to know my options and not have my mother in my head being like terrible and i can tell you from my side my mom went through menopause at 40 and it was a very scary time why i can remember it as a young girl watching watching her her because the one thing we didn't talk about was like the moods (laughs) i mean very unpredictable my mom was a different person yeah and then she went on hormone replacement therapy and it changed the game for her so it was helpful you're saying yeah so here's the thing i mean Nothing is a one-size-fits-all, of course. Nothing, and especially hormone replacement therapy. Having said that, clearly you can under... I mean, I am a big fan of hormones for the right person, and Mm -hmm. there isn't one way to do it. That's the thing. There are a lot of different ways to do this. I'm not going to get into details because that will take us way too long. Yeah, and it's so individual. It's very individualized, but let me just say at the outset, it is not evil, and for the right person, it can be Mm life-saving. It also can be very risk-reducing, especially in a younger person. So if you lose your capacity to build or maintain bones much earlier than expected, which is what's going to happen in a person who goes through menopause at 40 as opposed to 55, um, you're really at much higher risk for bone fractures earlier in life. That's a very serious thing. A a major, like a hip fracture, Mm -hmm. increases your risk of mortality of death within that year like by 50%. Wow. Yeah. Now that's, Even at a that, young age? Well, that's probably more with older people, right. but still. Yes. That's preventable. Mm-hmm. That is pre- Now, is, are hormones the only way to do that? No, but they definitely enhance it. Heart disease also is a little bit questionable. In terms of cancer risk, you know, the fear is legitimate, but also way overblown. Right. There are a lot of different kinds of hormones. Some hormones, specifically the non-bioidentical, mm-hmm. which means... It is identical chemically to what your own body makes. Mm-hmm. The non-bioidentical form of progesterone, which is progestin, uh, has been actually linked to increases in breast cancer. They're statistically significant. This doesn't mean they're huge numbers, but there is a bump. So that's why I don't use that medication personally. That medication being progestins, the, which I use, is the pit, like the birth control pill, or is that something? Well, diff- that's a whole because yeah, that that's in the pill too. Because <laughs> so you know. I grew, my dad passed from cancer. Mm-hmm. My sister uh, had yeah. cancer. And so for me, currently, I'm getting these insane heavy periods, yeah. like heavy, like yeah. like I wake up in a pool of blood. Right. And it's just like I was, I'm 15 again. I'm 13 yeah. again. Yeah. No, so it's hard for you. I've been out with yeah. you a lot. And she's yeah. always worried I've, that she's leaving. I've been, yeah, yeah. And I have twice. Yeah. And it's embarrassing. And yeah. not embarrassing. Like, I don't care. But, you know, it's like, come on. Like, I'm over this. Like, well, let's, it's, let's it's figure this out. It's disruptive. disruptive. Yeah. Um, and so I actually, I'm always uh, in my head scared to take the birth yeah. control pill yeah. because I don't want it to lead to breast cancer. Right. The thing um, is that you, it's a risk benefit ratio always. And so the thing is that hemorrhaging is also not good for you. I mean, it's, it's, and again, there are other ways that this could be addressed that like, you, 
that might be have less of an impact systemically mm-hmm. with progestins. I mean, this is more of like a consult, but right, no, that's, right, but right. I think people need to hear this because again, this is why it's really important to sit down with your provider, yeah, your doctor, whoever it is, yeah. and like have this conversation, and also you know make sure that you've vetted their background because a lot of people are like, script here's it, but yeah. and there's no discussion, yeah. So because uh, I'm I don't want to foment fear, but I'm starting to really. Uh, look into the sort of the birth control conundrum too because it's a little concerning to me. But again, yeah. if I have somebody in front of me and that's going to be the best you know alternative for them and we've discussed it, it's not like birth control pill equals breast cancer. No, no. of course I not. I mean, I got breast cancer young and I was on birth control for like maybe three and a half years of my life. And I've so been on breast control for 16 years right. of my life. Right. And so, I mean, it's not that it's not that it's not that easy. I think the, yeah. the fear of cancer, especially in a cancer family, quote unquote, yeah. is understandable. But like Bloodborne cancers have zero. There's no contribution from hormones, so that's not even a thing. This is why it's important to talk yes. to people. Here's here's what happened. Fifteen years ago, the Women's Health Initiative study was published. Up until that point, Prem Pro, which is Premarin mm-hmm. and Provera, which are two non-bioidentical, okay, fine, whatever, hormone replacement therapies. This this medication was the most prescribed medication in North America. Wow. At that's that what point. my mom was on, yeah. right? And it was a miracle for a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. So the study the unveiled some surprises, some of which were really not based on good science. As as we, we've spent the last 15 years re-looking at this data, and a lot of it was – it wasn't looking at people like you. It wasn't even looking at people in their 50s. It was looking at women who were much older, already had heart disease risk, 60s, 70s. Well, yeah, if somebody has heart disease and now you put them on a new medication, their heart disease risk may go up. We mm-hmm. had thought that hormones were decreasing risk. Right. But we weren't even looking at the right issue here. So – Breast cancer, interestingly, in women who only were on the estrogen mm-hmm. because they had a hysterectomy, right. and they didn't need the progestin, those women had lower breast cancer rates. Interesting. So the point is, guys, it's super complicated. Yeah. And it really, it really is important. Fear is never the right way to make a decision. Yeah. Never. No. Get educated. Right. So in to s- that end, talking about that, then <laughs> right. tell us about these normalized menopause boot camps right. that you're doing. So, and people can find you at Ask Dr. Suzanne yes, on Instagram. Yes, and DR. I'm on it. That's the best way to find me and then you can link to my website from there yes. and stuff like that. Um, so because of this whole inspiring inspiring conversation I had, I, I literally was like driving and I was like, the word menopause boot camp came into my brain mm-hmm. and I was like, because I've had so many more people coming in and they didn't know what to do and I, you know, I have 10 minutes, 15, if I'm running late, I'll spend 20 minutes with you, you know, yes. and then I'm in trouble. And I thought, oh, I need to sit down with women and have this conversation. So I've designed these boot camps where we have usually between two and three hours of content of us sitting together, having a conversation, and me really just educating you, like giving you the definitions, giving you the stats, answering your questions, going through these are the the things that are the problems, here are the solutions. and then we also spend usually about 45 minutes with my life partner, who's a 35-year fitness pro and former bodybuilder, and who has worked with women and men and aging for decades. Wow. And he does a fitness uh, session, which so is cool. very wow. interesting. Right? Does yeah. fitness help? Oh, yes. And yes. for someone who never works out, yeah. I should probably start yeah. because it just yeah. helps in every aspect, in every including way. early menopause 100%. M- and menopause. Not eventually. just the obvious ways of bone density, cardiac health, yeah. balance, pelvic floor support, which mm-hmm. is going to decrease your risk of incontinence, increase yeah. sexual performance, performance isn't the word, but you know, like increase yeah. sexual function. Yeah. 
well-being. People who exercise feel better. They have their hot flashes are better. I mean, mm. I could go on and on and on and on. Okay. So if you were only going to do one thing, it would be that. Yeah, yeah. this is like I, I need to, you know, take it as a prescription. Yeah, to like you and I should get go on board and camp. start working. Oh out. my yeah, god, yes. <gasps> yeah, should. we should host one. Where yeah. You got, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm planning my next two right now. I'm actually going to do one here in LA it's looking probably mid-June for a half okay. day let's go yeah. I do yeah. see more and more younger women going through early menopause mm, or, I don't no. know if I see more and more but I more and more would really like them to learn because I would rather it. that they don't show up at 50 freaking right. out right? Yes. just for their own benefit right yes. I would like to know I mean yeah. I I'd like be, you to I know I don't want to be shocked when if I God forbid you know not God See, it's like a God forbid thing. It's not it's God okay. forbid getting your be nice to yourself. No, no I, saw right. your, I saw a quote on your it's Instagram right. that I wrote down that you had said, and one of them was like, you, you need to get over wanting it to be like it was. And that's like such a huge thing for me just in general in my life. Like I could feel like it's I could all of us. relate yeah. to that to Jamie, every I'm area of my to life. myself usually when I'm we on Instagram. We all are. <laughs> of course. Of Turns course. out you guys like listening to me talk to myself. Self-therapy. Right? That's the relation <laughs> that it can create. Yes. Ask Dr. Suzanne. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Well... We need to we need to brainstorm about doing this together yeah. because I think the work that you're doing is important and um it's making me feel better, you know? Oh, and it because it just it it does because it's 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 not the end. It's just like another stage. Right. It's you know, there's You're gonna spend a third you're gonna spend more. <laughs> yes. But women spend a third to a half of their life in menopause. Oh my That's God. a blessing. Yes. That, I mean, what's the alternative is that you're not here. Yeah. Like, let's start embracing it. And ma- like, oh my God, this is such a big opportunity. I, I don't know if I've ever felt this on fire about anything. Wow. And I can feel it from you. You are. You're on fire. <laughs> well, we're not going to let and you go fuego. yet, but it's going to make you do a shitty mommy with oh, us. Oh, okay, so cool. So we'll be right back. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of the meat thermometer called Meter? Well, if you have not, let me tell you about it. It is a meat thermometer that is Bluetooth and it keeps an eye on your food and lets you know when it's ready to eat. So this is the perfect Father's Day gift. I am not kidding. It comes packaged so nicely. This is literally like a no-brainer. Please, please consider getting this for a Father's Day gift because you will get many, many points. Um, It could be used in a grill, in a smoker, oven, uh, air fryer, rotisserie, literally anywhere. So again, this is a great gift and the perfect tool for the dad in your life to be a grill master. So get 10% off plus free shipping with code mama said when you shop at meter.com. That is 10% off plus free shipping with code mama said when you shop at meter.com. And now back to mama said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we are back with some shitty mommy. I'm going to read Jenna, not Jenna Paris, but a listener Jenna. You never first. Know. Shitty mommy. <laughs> she said, shitty mom moment this morning. I got cut off during morning rush hour. Me. Are you fucking kidding me? My sweet little three-year-old. Fucking kitty? Where? <laughs> me. Pretty kitty. You didn't see the pretty kitty? Real smooth. Please send oh coffee. Oh, my so God. So good. That is funny. <laughs> Thank God for the misinterpretation. What's yours? Oh my god. You know, I was thinking about like all the terrible things that I did to my children accidentally and they're still alive, they're nineteen and twenty two. But then I just saw I, I so my son's never gonna listen to this, he's twenty two. No, right, it's not right. his jam. That'd be at all. No. shocking. But here I, here is my <laughs> recent moment, because you know, you never stop. My son announced to me that 
he was college not for him. Mm-hmm. He had one and a half or he had, yeah three semesters left. <laughs> I was oh, like, lovely. three semesters left. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we were um, dropping his little sister off at college because he's that older brother. He was like, well, I have to go to that too. Aww. And my boyfriend was moving into the house because we thought we were empty nesters. <gasps> No. That happened. My life is a sitcom. Um, and so this my is a sitcom. This, oh my god! Yeah, that, yeah. Well, we you can talk know about people. That later. Come on. Okay, stop. Let's get I this written. My life. I'll no, play. It's I'll, too... I'll play your neighbor. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm too old for your daughter. Uh, oh yeah. Thank you. Anyway, so so in a way, I felt. I felt. I was like, I'm a failure. I here I am, this like overeducated person. My son is taught dropout. My son's like college oh. dropout. And and I was like, but I also knew better. Like, I'm not gonna force this guy to like be depressed and finish college. Because yes. like that's what would happen to me. I mean, yeah. I would never have said to my parents, I'm quitting college because that would be that. You don't even. Yeah. You, there was no discussion. And uh, and I said to him, okay, well, you have, you know, these are the benchmarks, and you show me, show me what you're made of, because he did have a plan. I was, yeah. but I, in the back of my mind, I was like, this kid's gonna be smoking weed in my back house when he's 35. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> and oh. yeah, here's the good news, guys. I feel like I want to like like make your your moms feel happy. Yeah, yeah, please. He's killing it. He's killing it. He schmoozed his way into a food truck uh, gig. Then he learned to be a cook from that. Now he is a cook at a super hipster deli here in L.A. and working all these events. And he's actually a craft beer specialist. He's what? working on that. There's like this thing called Cicerone training, which is sommelier. For yeah. Beer. So he had a pan. He but followed his he, gut, though. He followed his and gut. And you supported yes, him. I You're supported an awesome it. mommy. You're not a shitty mommy. Yeah, but it started as like I thought it was a shitty mommy thing. And there's so much guilt and shame that, like, working moms have. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we all moms have guilt and shame. But there's this very specific special I up and of put course. my career first and right. my kids are going to suffer and so mm. I want anybody out there who worries about this to know that as long as you have integrity and you mm. talk with your kids like and believe me I have, I have like right vein yeah, popping moments with this young man yeah. he is really something both my kids are amazing but this child <laughs> came here to teach me a whole bunch of lessons yeah. I screamed at him I'm like I am great because yeah. of you, <laughs> you know? but he's doing great amazing. he's doing great I'm so proud oh my oh, god you so from be. shit to I and don't know, he's so proud of you Nachas <laughs> oh, I love uh, your Jewy oh yeah yes. 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 oh my god me thank too. you so much for coming and doing this with us thank I know I've asked you me. for the whole past year that we started you know, this podcast I, 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 know, know, you want to I know we just made it work this should be a reoccurring situation I would love to do a whole listener question yeah. thing and because I have like 20 questions yeah. 100% I'm yeah. down for you it know? again do you guys it. yeah at ask Dr. Suzanne and we're gonna leave you with a mama said remember mama said in the quiet moments when the kids are all tucked into bed and you finally have a moment to think I hope you think of everything you did right today and you don't fixate too much on the moments where you think you could have done better. You're doing so good, mamas. We love you. Aww. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to Mama Said. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Bayquet. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week. We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are Progressive. Get a quote online at Progressive.com in as little as five minutes and see how much you could be saving. Caldrea. Get free shipping on orders of $50 or more when you buy online at Caldrea.com. LaCroix. Find your favorite flavor and more info at LaCroixWater.com. Meter. Get 10% off and free shipping with code MAMASAID at Meter.com. That's M-E-A-T-E-R.com. Book of the Month. Get your first book 
for just $9.99 at bookofthemonth.com using code MAMA.